Episode 37 of the ATI Podcast. This episode's a very special edition. We are going to be featuring Joey O'Farrell. Joey O'Farrell is very familiar to most people in the St. Louis and middle area regions. Joey is a live events promoter that has booked shows, countless shows in fact, in both areas over the last 15 or so years. Joey has a new business venture, Grandel Wrestling. Grandel Wrestling is running at Pops Nightclub on October 22nd. It is featuring many independent professional wrestlers, as well as some familiar names, such as Davey Richards and Rocky Romero, and the former Emma from WWE, Tennille Dashwood. This event is going to be themed in the ilk of Halloween and all things spooky. The event is called From Dust Till Dawn, a Grandel Wrestling promotion, and it will feature a very unique set design, and we'll get into those specifics with Joey today. And we feel that this event will bring a lot to people, even if you haven't, you know, been engaged in professional wrestling anytime recently. And as you know, some of our programming is professional wrestling centric. We get into some of that with our discussion with Joey, but we talk about the event, the upcoming event, what got Joey into professional wrestling promotion in particular. We talk about some of his partnerships that he has secured for this event to allow and create a unique experience for all guests of the show and patrons. Will you please join me in welcoming Joey O'Farrell to the ATI Podcast. Hey, this is Josh from ATI Podcast. For show updates and news about the podcast, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast 22 on Twitter at podcast underscore ATI, on Instagram at the ATI Podcast, on TikTok at ATI Podcast. DMs are always welcome. Have a question for the show? You can always email us at atipodcastquestions at gmail.com. Stay safe out there. Welcome, everybody, back to the ATI Podcast. Barrett Lewis here, as well as Josh Welch. Hello, hello. As usual, and we got a very special guest on a very special edition here with Joey O'Farrell. Joey, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. How are you doing? We're doing fantastic. Joey, we're happy to have you. You're actually a guest that we've wanted to add on for some time, and it just kind of coincidentally worked out with this partnership that we're doing here for an upcoming event that you're promoting, the Grand Dell Wrestling event that's coming up here at Pops uh, on October 22nd, specifically. We had the wonderful opportunity to sponsor our match in particular, so we're really looking forward to that. And we do a little bit of pro, re- pro wrestling programming 
jamming from here from time to time. And kind of one of our little side ventures is something called Nobnard's Closet, where I do a pro wrestling review with a character. We usually do like infamous matches. So like the first one that we did was we did New Jack versus Vic Grimes in XPW. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> kind of the infamously bad sometimes. And that we do kind of the bio backstory on what kind of what's going on and the characters involved and, and review the match. So this is an awesome opportunity. We're really happy to have you on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be here, guys. So uh, let's talk some wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. What got you into doing the Grandel wrestling stuff in particular? So as you guys know, I did music for a long time. I was a promoter for a long time. And I just got so burned out on it. And my buddy was like, hey, I know, I know you're leaving. You're done with doing shows for, for a while. And I know you're a big wrestling fan. My buddy works for WWE. Would you want to go work there? And I was like, yeah, I want to go work there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and worked there for about a year and a half doing like the uh, VIP group stuff. I got to work with all the talent and it just kind of gave me the confidence to, I don't know, it's, it's weird because I guess a better way to tell a story would be like, it just gave me the confidence to feel like I had done something in the wrestling. Like I had been around some people, like I knew a thing or two. Sure. So I started going to these shows in St. Louis with this company called Glory Pro Wrestling. Yeah. I was like, man, these shows are really good. Like the talent's great. Like I knew that it was special, but I was like, the thing about indie wrestling and it like, it annoys me to no end, but I think people were just like, okay with it because it's what they come to expect. It's like there's no there's no production. Right. Like they're in VFW halls, they're in like sweaty gross halls. They usually like have like fluorescent lighting, there's no like special lighting or anything like that. Right. And it really it really kind of like I don't want to say it like completely took me out of the of the moment of the entertainment part of it. Sure. But it, it definitely like it was kind of hard to get into it for me. Definitely. So I'm like I was like man, no one's do like there are a few companies that are doing this but they're not in St. Louis. Right. And I got with a few people, they were I got with Glory Pro and they were like, yeah, we'd love to work with you. We think you could really help us like take our events to the next level. And then COVID happened and like everything changed. Sure. Right. Absolutely. And we started a podcast. I started a podcast with Ben Simon where we would interview wrestlers just to kind of, just to kind of keep our brand alive. And like, you know, I was doing some merchandise stuff for some different wrestlers and we, um, we just eventually like, I, I got to know everybody and, I, I called Glory Pro, who had kind of like had a business split, and I was like, "Hey, I think I'm just going to do this show on my own and just have it be a a grand wrestling event, and then I'll get with all the companies, and we'll just kind of like all work together." But at the end of the day, it'll be a grand wrestling event. Uh, have you been a pro wrestling fan all of your life, or is it something you more recently came to? Oh yeah, I'm dude. I'm a total nerd. Like I hear you. Same here. <laughs> there was like a point where like I'd say 2000 one two ish to like 2000 and like five i didn't watch wrestling because i was like you know my last year of high school and then moving out i was really into music so i really didn't watch as much wrestling but i got back into it and i'd say like SummerSlam 05. So like the Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, yep. SummerSlam is like when I started kind of watching again. That's the one where Shawn infamously oversells everything, right? That, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's also the famous dominant custody battle. Yes, yes. Yeah. Between Eddie and Ray. Yeah. But <laughs> ever since then, I've been pretty like, you know, I've been, I've been, a, I've been a mark, you know, but it was just really cool to kind of come in and make these relationships and, and be a part of it and have these wrestlers trust me and, Kind of like that's what we kind of did over COVID is we just we built relationships with wrestlers. We built relationships with different people in the industry. And we kind of had by the time we got to the where we could actually have a show, 
we had like the the wherewithal and the know-how and the relationships to like do actually make this a legit thing. Now I noticed with the podcast that you had as well under the same, you know, name Grandel. Yeah. That you had several different talents there. Davey Richards seems like a, a guy who keeps coming up on your guys' stuff, you know, the podcast and is typically on your guys' show. Sure. Shows, I should say, match cards that is. I believe he just actually recently opened up a wrestling school in the St. Louis area as well. If, oh really? If memory serves me correct. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, he opened up a wrestling school. Um the cool thing dude about st louis is there's just so many talented wrestlers here and the great thing for him was that he was able to open up this school but he automatically like had five or six trained wrestlers who could teach classes who were like ready to go so he you know i think his thing is like he comes in he does like his his one or two classes a week uh for like you know, the upper levels. Mm-hmm. And then he has, you know, he has a guy like Camaro Jackson, like Jake Parnell, Warhorse, uh, Mike Outlaw, who can go in there and who can teach these kids and you can kind of all do their own thing. I think like Jake does like promo class and other stuff. And then Camaro does like a lot of like strength training and, you know, make sure guys, make sure guys and girls don't blow up. And right. Mike's more of like the basics. Like he can show you like all the, all the, all the basics and, how to bump right and stuff like that. Tackle, leapfrog, all that fun combination, chain wrestling stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't don't quote me on that because I don't I don't want them calling me like Joey. I do more than that. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But no, it's a really cool facility. I, I've actually been there quite a few times. Like we film a lot of stuff there, but it's a really cool facility. There's like a whole like weight room there. There's wrestling mats. There's ropes. There is you know obviously a wrestling ring, a really nice ring there. Right. So it's a cool facility. It's over right behind uh, Slough Hospital. Yeah, you kind of alluded to it earlier, kind of the start of, you did music for a while, in particular, live events with music. That's kind of our awareness. Yeah, uh, I can't name how many shows I've been to the Yeah, especially the Farmington area and Bob Marino's (laughs) and that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. Definitely, you were the the catalyst for a lot of good memories for us and and even pretty much why we became friends is because we would go to shows that you were throwing. Yep. Oh, that's that's awesome. Thank you, guys. I don't think you even really know like the impact that you had on so many people down in even just the Farmington area in particular. I think I went to school with a relative of yours. I'm pretty sure. Josh, Josh, right? Yes. Graduation year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Josh is a great guy. Yeah, he's awesome. We had college classes together, went to school together. Great guy. Um, really good cook. I like going over there and eating where he works. So yeah. <laughs> he's a he's he's a he's a phenomenal guitar player too. Yeah, he's yeah, excellent player, musician. So. Uh good vocals. I've seen him do some acoustic sets. Very yeah. good vocalists. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did we did like me, him, Rusty. Calvin and uh, Adam Barr did a thing for my friend. A friend of mine passed away. We did like a big benefit for him. And we did like a cover band for for uh, a benefit that we did together. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah, that's That cool. is awesome. Calvin's an awesome dude and Rusty. pretty good acquaintances with him. Yeah, and yeah. Rusty, of course, is down in Florida now. But yeah, but yeah I get to chat with him on the occasion. Yeah. Good, good solid dude. Yeah, it's funny. I, I was telling Rusty, I was like, can you do this? And he's like, yeah, I'm like... It's only five songs. He's like, dude, just send me the songs. He's like, I'll be ready. And he gets there and he's just like, boom. Fucking pro. <laughs> we we didn't even get to practice with him because the place that we held it at, not to get too like long-winded about this, but the place we held it at was like a VFW place and they were all like weird about the noise we were making. So like literally the first time he really played with us was actually playing the show. Oh, yikes. He like didn't miss a beat. He was like on. Killed it. Hell yeah. He's unbelievable. He also did my podcast wrestling song. Uh, he like 
Oh, I didn't know that. Wrote like an or- original song for us. Yeah, he wrote like, like so. If you ever like watch the podcast, listen to the, the opening song. That's him. I'm Hell secretly yeah. a Rusty Leonard fanboy, so that that gets me real excited. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's another. Th- here's another thing you probably didn't know. This is gonna really get you excited. So, Davy Richards was like coming out to like this shitty recording of like this song. And I'm like, Davey, what is this? Like, this is terrible. Like, it's like the worst recording I ever heard. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get my very talented friend to write you a very similar, but different song. So anytime Davey comes out at glory pro wrestling or one of our shows, it's Rusty's song. He comes out to, I'll be damned. Hell yeah. That's fucking yeah. sweet. I did not that know that cool. whatsoever. Yeah. So when you come to the show, you'll hear like Rusty's and it's, Oh man, it's so awesome. It's so good. Yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped to hear that for sure. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of shows, you know, of course we mentioned it in the open, we're really looking forward to the October 22nd event that you have on from dusk till dawn. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the event yeah. that's coming up, where it's at. Of course, it's going to be at Pops, and a lot of folks are familiar with Pops. But you know, I know that previously you had events at the Pageant, and is this your first time running Pops? So I never did any wrestling events at the Pageant. That was Glory Pro that did that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited for them. Like they they did a couple of shows there. It was it was really cool. But yeah, no, we did our first event at the Grandel Theater. It's like a very like it's not it's kind of like a, a diamond in the rough kind of thing. Not a lot of people know about it. It's just a really cool theater. It holds about 500 people. Uh, that's where we did our first event. And that's why we call it Grand Isle Wrestling because it's kind of like, to me, like it was important for me to like kind of pay homage to them because they're like this beautiful theater and they let us, they let us wrestling buttheads come in there and like do a show in their gorgeous theater. So we're going back there in March. I'm really excited about it. But yeah, you know, I was having, I was having like breakfast with a friend of mine and he's like a marketing genius. So he's like, he was, he started Strange Donut, left that, then he did Stag, then he did PBR, and he was like, you know, and he works with a lot of wrestlers. He worked with Matt Cardona for a while, and he's like, you got to do another show. Like, you know, this is, it's, it's going to, if you don't do two shows a year, because I told him, I was like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be a wrestling promotion. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I just want to do like a special event every year. Sure. And he was like, you need to do a second show. And I was like, well, I really don't want to run the, uh, Grandel twice because it's really expensive to run. It's, it takes a lot of a lot of time and energy and money to to do that show. So I work at Pops. I still do like so I don't really promote shows anymore, but I do like what's called like backstage running or our backstage production for uh, all the arenas in St. Louis, all the venues. But I still work at Pops because I love those people. And we brought GCW in. I was I got a call like, hey, GCW wants to do a show in St. Louis. Where do you think they should do it? I was like, Pops is the only place they could do it. Yeah. And I, I knew it would work, and it worked. It was great. We had about 400 people out. Um, it looked great. It was a great setup. But not to their, you know, they didn't have time to come in and look look at the venue and kind of like go through everything. But, but I was like, sure, man, if someone really took the time, they could put on a huge production here. Like they got, you know, a great PA. They got all these amazing lights, you know, and when you know the whole staff, it's like, you know, I got one of the best lighting guys in St. Louis doing the show. I got Brian Sinkis doing my sound, who's Slipknot's sound guy. Hell yeah. And he, like, he built the PA. They just put in a brand new PA, like, literally today. Oh, nice. It'll be fresh. That's good. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? I know it's Pops, so. Yeah. But I was like, what do I call this thing? You know, like, what is Pops? Like, what does Pops remind me of? And I'm, I've always said it always reminds me of that bar from, from Dust Till Dawn. Absolutely. I was explaining this earlier today. I was like, if you go to a concert there, it's very safe. 
Like you don't feel like weird, but like if you go there at like four or five in the morning, you can get kind of sketch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So it's like it's like going to it's like going to a vampire bar when it's not a vampire bar yet. It's just right. like a bar where people go and they drink and they have fun. Right. And yeah, there's a strip club to your right, a strip club to your left. Uh, then there's a off track betting, and then there's the Oz and a gas station and just yeah, a lot of debauch, a lot of debauchery. Absolutely. For like a concert, you know, from like seven to eleven, it's it's like any other place, maybe even safer. Right. But I was like, that's going to be a really good, a really good gimmick theme to go with. And I have this friend, I don't know if you guys know Teresa Rose, but she is a good friend of mine. She does a lot of effects makeup and she works on a lot of uh, horror films. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her and I was like, I have this idea. Like, I want to get like, I want to get like vampire girls and I want to get like pythons. I got a, I got a, I got a reptile guy. And I want to just like do this thing, make it huge. So like right. when people walk in, they're like, they're expecting like, oh, like a wrestling ring and some wrestling, right? Sure. No, 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 no. You're going to like Grand Ole Wrestling is about entertainment. Hell yeah. It's also about wrestling, but it's about entertainment. And it's about giving you something more like the, we can go out there and be just like everybody else and, sure. you know, have the matches and, you know, have the curtain, whatever. But it's like, I don't want to do that. Like I want to, I want to be bigger and better. And like, I want people to look at our brand and go. That's special. Like, I don't want to miss that show. Hell yeah. So, yeah. So I got with her and she was on board and we put, we put together a pretty cool thing. And like, we have a lot of like fun people in the area, like who are kind of, you know, small, like, I don't know if you guys know who Carly Lawrence is. I do not. No. So Carly Lawrence is, she was the blues in-game host for quite a while. So she was like the girl at the game. Like, okay. we go and talk to people. She's the voice of emos. So like okay. anytime you see like an emos commercial, She's the, she's like the cute girl in that. She's also the voice of Hubbard radio. So like pretty much any commercial you hear on the radio, it's her her voice. And she was a Memphis Grizzlies dancer. She's a comedian. She's unbelievable. She's like our backstage announcer. She's kind of like our Renee, our mean Jean. Renee Paquette. Yes. Renee Paquette. Yeah. I got you. Uh, She's amazing. And she's great. And she's doing some fun stuff with the show too. Just want to elaborate that that's really a cool aspect and approach that you're taking because yeah, that's not something that you see with every indie, you know, you kind of get the outlaw mud show, the infamous outlaw mud show at a lot of indie events, you know, there's not a lot of focus on the entertainment aspect, you know, it's kind of strictly meat and potatoes. You know, these are your match. You might have a ring announcer or whatever the case is. And you know, you got your referee, you're going to see your match and that's that. Not a lot of emphasis on the entertainment or the production values. And I'm glad to hear that that's something that you're targeted in on and specifically with this event. No, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. And you know, I was in an event this past week and it was a great event, it had great matches, but the whole, the whole time it was fluorescent lighting yeah, and it was, you know, a sh- you know, one speaker of a PA working and then another speaker is like going out and, you know, it, it is what it is. But I remember by like the fifth or sixth match, like the lighting had basically wore me down. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I was like, I thought to myself, like, this is why I need to do this. Like I need people to see that, like, and I also feel like, and I'm not toot my own horn here, but I also feel like it pushes these other independent companies who really are trying to do something bigger and like, yeah. maybe they don't have like that production eye like I do to like do bigger stuff to like at, to like up their game. Right. And I've already, and I've already seen that with certain companies. So that makes me happy. You know, it's also, it also, it also creates a challenge for me. Then it, there's also just like the amount of great wrestlers that aren't signed to WWE or AEW. Absolutely. Right. That we're able to bring in, you know, and even like, like we're bringing Rocky Romero in for this show, and like he's te- he's teamed with Davey and Rocky's in New Japan. He's in AEW. Right. He was Ring of Honor champion. He basically runs 
He's like a big guy in the office at uh, New Japan. Like he's a big deal. Right. Yeah. He's kind of the part of the booking committee there. Yeah. And if you want to book any anybody like from New Japan in America. Right. Rocky's the guy. He's the guy you go through. Rocky's been around for a minute. That's for sure. And, you know, like I, St. Louis obviously is a huge historical wrestling city. You know, at the, back in the day, they used to have events at the Kiel yep. uh, Auditorium. You know, that was like one of the biggest, you know, footholds for wrestling in and of itself. I guess it, I guess technically it would have been like the Sam Munchnik days back in the territory days and what have you. And, you know, a lot of wrestlers would come to this area, you know, your Ric Flair's, your Harley Races and, and so on and so forth. So I, I think St. Louis often, unfortunately, does get overlooked, but it is one of the stronger wrestle, wrestling cities cities you know people actually turn out for wrestling events in st louis yeah even if it's the major corporations and when it comes to the independent circuit i know that i haven't seen a lot and covid definitely had an effect in that but you've seen your dynamo pros and this and that you know but i I think that there's a a hole in the market that that you can definitely capitalize on and especially with the unique vision that you're you're bringing to the table joey for sure yeah for sure i mean i think you know there are three companies in st louis right now that really bring like top tier talent to St. Louis. And that's Anarch St. Louis Anarchy, Glory Pro Wrestling, and WrestleMax. They they all three bring in top talent. There are some other companies too that that are great and they but they're not companies that I would really look at as being like bringing in like fresh guys, but having like creating like youth, you know. Right. You'll have those companies that kind of they'll bring in like the old guy every once in a while or they'll sure. you know bring in like the XWB guy. Right. But they're not like cultivating talent, you know what I mean? Right. So those three companies are doing that, but they really don't they really don't cross pollinate. They kind of stay in their own areas. So what we what I think is cool about us is like we work with all those companies. So like so say you got a guy like Gary J and Tommy Shire who are like very exclusive to Anarchy. And then you got a guy like Mike Outlaw, who's pretty exclusive to Glory Pro. Well, I, I bring those guys in the same show because I'm friends with all those guys. They're all, you know, so that's the cool thing about it is like if you're an Anarchy fan, because there are like people who kind of like, I go to Anarchy shows or I go to Glory Pro shows. Right. And we kind of like bring everybody together. And that's the thing is like, it's not about like, like I said, we're not a wrestling company. Like we're like a wrestling, I call us like a premier events company. Cause like, we're not trying to like do like a monthly show. And I, and I've been asked, I've been approached by people to be like, Oh, you know, like let's do like, let's just make a company. And I'm like, no, I don't want any part of that because I don't want to do, I don't want to be less than, you know, like my niche is basically bringing twice a year, bringing you the best possible production product that I can bring you. And I know that this isn't going to be something I make money on for a long time because to, to do this stuff. And even though I have great sponsorships, from a lot of great businesses, it's still just, it's still a lot to do these shows. Absolutely. And to make them what they are. But it, it really, I think if we do this and we do it long enough and we kind of get the word out, I think it's going to become something really special. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you, you are bringing that variety of talent like you talked about. You know, we've already talked about Davey. We talked about Rocky. Uh, you brought up some folks as well. You know, even the match that we're sponsoring, uh, Dak Draper, he's been wrestling in NWA, part of that promotion. You know, like you've got some familiar faces as well as some of that younger talent that you talked about bringing up as well. So you've got some names, some name recognition, but then you also are bringing up some of that younger talent and giving them a chance in the spotlight too. No. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think our first show was more about STL versus the world. And it was about bringing in like a lot of, you know, impact AEW, new Japan uh, type guys to fight our best. And this show is more about just like, 
showing some great wrestling, bringing in guys like a Jossie from Minnesota, uh, bringing in a guy like Mysterious Q from Texas. And those are guys that are trained by Seth Rollins, Booker T. You know, these are the top, top indie guys who you're going to see. And and like, you know, you mentioned Dak before, like Dak was in Ring of Honor for a minute. Right. Dak's a great guy and he's going to be, he'll be in one of the bigger companies before you know it. Yeah. He's got a great look and yeah, just a matter of time for sure. Yeah. He's, he's got a great attitude, even though his character is kind of a dick. (laughs) Hey, somebody's got to be one, right? (laughs) The MJFs of the world and what have you. (laughs) He's a, he's a phenomenal human being. He's a really good dude, but yeah, no, you know, there's just a lot. I feel like every match on this show has something like a little bit different, you know, when I, and when I book these shows, I really have a lot of input. More input on this one than I do on the other ones because the other the other shows more of like it's very simple. It's very A A and B. It's like good guy versus bad guy, STL versus the world. It's very simple. But this is more of like us like creating like an entertainment, like writing a script, you know, saying this is what we want to do. And you know, I haven't even mentioned this. Like we're bringing in Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> which people are like, you know, I know a lot of people are like, who's Columbus? And you know, he's I'm like. Well, he's a clown and he sings Elvis songs, but he also sings like his own songs. But he's like, he's like a witty clown. Like he's like yeah. very, yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of people have seen the America's Got Talent where he makes fun of Sharon Osbourne, right. Pierce and uh, Howie Mandel. But no, he's, he's so fantastic and he's so excited to do this. How did he get involved? I'm just curious. You know, I've known him for a long time. Like I've not, not personally, but I just, I knew, I knew who he was. I met him a few times. But he was really good friends with a friend of mine. And I was like, man, I, I really think this would be a perfect fit to have him come do this show. Like I wanted kind of like a, I don't know, you know, like there's that part of uh, from Dust Till Dawn with Cheech Marin. Yeah. Where I, and I can't repeat what he said because it's like so crazy. Right. But like when you're, when, when they're coming in and he's like going on about what's available in the club and I'm just like, I need like that character. Like I want like yeah. a character to kind of like, Maybe not, maybe not be out there for every match, but like come out a few times, like open the show, you know, maybe after intermission, then close the show and maybe get involved in some way and just like have that, that almost like that movie, like entertainment feel to kind of get the crowd going, to kind of get people warmed up and make it feel bigger as opposed to just having like match A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, right. Kind of like break up some of the monotony. So it's not, it doesn't feel like you're like seeing the same thing over and over again. Absolutely. Another thing that I try and do is like, I never try and book the same match twice. And if I, if it is kind of similar, I always, I, I want to kind of separate it. So it's like every match you're seeing something a little different. It's kind of got a different feel to it. So you're not getting bored. You know, you're, you're staying entertained. I didn't mean to gloss over this earlier though, too. You, you had made mention of having some, some backstage activity. That's unusual at an indie wrestling show as well. Right. You know, usually that's, you know, that's safe for the TV type stuff and the pay-per-view type stuff. But at, at, that's interesting to hear that you're going to be implementing some of that here at, at the show as well. Yeah. I love that stuff. And like, you know, for the first show we did the Grandel, we, you know, we brought in like the big video walls and we had a lot of production. We're not doing that this time. Like, we're not going to have the big video walls. We're going to have more, like, sets. But I still thought it was important to have, like, a lot of those backstage interviews for social media. Yeah. And to, like, show people, like, you know, hey, like, this is what happens after the show. And I have a great – I have, like, a few different video crews that I use that are fantastic. But, yeah, no, it's it's really important to me. I think it – 
you know, whatever I can do to make it seem bigger, yeah. right. you know? Well, yeah. yeah, it helps generate marketing materials for the talent too, especially like these younger guys that you're booking on the show as well. Like this is like creating a great experience for them to use and help feature their work if they are looking to make it onto, you know, those, those bigger companies that we've mentioned throughout the show too. So really you're like just kind of being like a catapult for these folks in, in some ways too. So that's really cool too. I appreciate that guys. With having a, a wrestling event at Pops, you know, I, I know that that's kind of a unique event to have there, if you will. Is there anything interesting with kind of like the stage arrangement and that sort of stuff that you can talk about that you haven't already, you know, elaborated on that people can look forward to? Oh yeah. So the stage will basically be like a big, like a big set. So there'll be like a ramp that kind of comes out from the stage to the ring. So the ring will be in the middle of the floor, kind of chairs around it, chairs in the balcony, high top tables. But one really cool thing that I had done for the show was I had a, I had an eight foot coffin built. Oh, nice. So I had like an eight foot stand up coffin built that all the wrestlers will come out of. Awesome. We'll have these two vampire girls. I'm still working on a few different aspects of the thing, but they'll basically, I don't know if you guys remember like King of the Ring 94, 95, how they have like the Hardy Boys like in these jester outfits. Yeah. And they like, oh, they like open the doors. Yep. So I remember that and I was like, it would be cool to have the vampire girls open up the coffin every time a wrestler comes out. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That is cool. That's a genius idea. I like it. Hell yeah. So I had this like coffin made. Um, and it looks, it looks amazing. Every time a wrestler comes out, like, you know, obviously fog smoke will come out and like they'll walk out and the girls will open the coffin, you know? So yeah, it's really cool. And like, we have all these different, uh, like I said, Teresa, uh, who's helped me kind of design this. She's coming up with all these cool, like, skulls and severed heads and all kinds of crazy stuff hell yeah perfect Man. right up my alley <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yeah and i mean i think we're kind of just missing the obvious comment to make here is that you are kind of making this thematically to tie in with halloween of course and the month that right. it is and everything else and doing this show and having this conversation ties in with our month-long programming actually in particular you know we're trying to do things in the in the ilk of spooky season if you will you know this is it's just really cool to see somebody taking this approach adding all these elements you know just the production and everything for me you know just like adding so much emphasis on the entertainment and making it a lasting thing that people remember we'll make it something like a st louis thing eventually you know what i mean like we can't we can't miss this event you know this is such a st louis tradition so yeah i think you guys keep keep going towards the audience that's a really that's really and people that aren't even wrestling fans i mean giving them something to enjoy like somebody can come to this show and not be familiar with the cast of characters and really just be entertained yeah with how you have everything laid out yeah, I think that's the key too is like to kind of get people who aren't maybe aren't like the biggest wrestling fan to come and to like just have a good time. Right. It, right. It it not it not being like this monotonous like match after match after match after match and like there being no production, it kinda of being this kind of boring thing. But you know, another thing I wanted to bring up is I I met this I met this I met this woman, um her name is Maxine, and she actually recently did the four hands cans of like pinup girls. I started following her and she, her, her and her um, fiance are really into wrestling and I would see them at shows and they actually kind of befriended them. She's done some uh, wrestling artwork. Has she not? I believe I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she has. Yeah. She, she did like an Eddie Kingston. She did. Yes. Uh, I think a, Thunder Rosa. A Thunder Rosa. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, she got with me on this project and we, she did just an incredible job on the, we did like a full painting for this show. Oh, nice. She did like the t-shirt designs and then she did this amazing painting of Gary and Tom. And then we did another t-shirt of like Team Ambition. 
So yeah, she's all over the show. Like her, she's gonna be selling prints. We sold the painting because the painting was so amazing. Someone bought it right away, but they're gonna be selling prints there. Like I think there's 50 of them. They're incredible. It's like you know, we're just trying to do like different stuff. Like you don't really think about like going to a wrestling show and like having this amazing painter. Like yeah doing these prints and doing these paintings and like Absolutely. people being able to come to the show and like have this awesome like piece of memorabilia for the show. Also like another thing we're doing is we're partnering with like a lot of different restaurants um, the blue duck. Obviously there's not a kitchen at pops. So I, I talked to the blue duck who is our main sponsor and they're going to come in and basically like build a kitchen inside of pops. And they're going to have like this amazing like menu. So like you'll be able to get like, all this crazy food at the show as well. That's very unusual. I did notice that they're a major sponsor of the show too. Is there like, I would assume merch tables are going to be there and and that sort of stuff for folks to be able to maybe purchase and support some of the wrestlers that they're seeing at the show too? Absolutely. So we'll have a couple shirts on hand for the show and then the prints as well. But then every wrestler will have a table of their stuff. The great thing about Pops is like, it's a concert venue. It's like, you know, like, you know, you think about all the people you've seen play there and, you know, like everybody from like Post Malone to Snoop Dogg to like, you know, Coheed and Cambria to Under Oath to Clutch to yeah. Motorhead. Right. Everybody's played Pops, you know, so it's built for like big productions and like big, like when ICP comes to town, they have like a wall of merchandise. Yeah. Everything's there for it. You don't have to like worry about it. So right. it's like the perfect place to, we can have 20 merch tables and people can come and like, you know, get whatever they need. It's it's not going to be, uh, you know, it's not going to be a pain in the ass to, you know, get around and get merch. And like, it's just, it's going to be so great. I'm sure, I think the wrestlers are going to be really happy with the experience. Again, you know, just the uniqueness that you're bringing. I think that, you know, some of these wrestlers, even maybe some of the more tenured or seasoned ones are going to definitely experience something they haven't experienced before, which is really exciting. And I'm, I'm proud that it's St. Louis and, Hell yeah. you know, I don't expect you to do anything below first class. So you know, we're really <laughs> excited to see what you're doing. I'm trying. Sometimes I wish I would, you know, I'm like, yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, why can't I just settle for this? You know, like, and then I'm like, no, no, you can't. Yeah. You guys are coming, right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, yeah, I hope you guys are happy with it and everyone else is too. But, you know, it's, I know it's going to take a minute. I know it's going to take a, a little bit for people to kind of get the brand and understand what we're trying to do. But hopefully they do and it, it catches on. Yeah. So the event, of course, is Grandel Wrestling's From Dust Till Dawn. It's going to be at Pops Nightclub October 22nd. Doors are at 6, shows at 7. Tickets are available at PopsRocks.com. So, uh, Joey, is this all general admission tickets or are there different price package tiers? Yeah, it's not too much. It's not too crazy. So, like, GA, and you'll, you'll get, like, a table usually or, like, a, a chair at least. That's, like, 25 bucks, And then front row, balcony and front row, like, against the guardrail is 35 bucks. Oh, that's dude, not bad at you all, You cannot dude. beat that. That is that. Yep, especially again, <laughs> with the production that you're bringing and right. the talent that you're bringing. Yeah, that's 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 great price points I know for we're sure. excited, for sure. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I mean... It's funny how like these cards, like the rest of the cards of the talent, like just comes together because I'm just so, I think people are going to be so blown away by the level of talent that they see. Like, and maybe they're not going to know who some of these people are, but like once they see them, they'll be like, well, like I don't, I, going to WWE feels like 
I'm getting ripped off now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Especially for what you pay. You know, to take a family, it's a fortune. Like my son, he's getting ready to turn six. He's a huge WWE fan. We're getting ready to take him to SmackDown, which is the week after this, actually. Yeah. But yeah, like. Uh, I'm working and I'll be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll probably see you in some capacity. But yeah, we uh, we had to spend a small fortune for that. But, you know, this is, this is the other big point that we're missing here tonight. And that's, of course, you know, something like this is something that you could, you know, feasibly, you know, take, take a group of people yeah, yeah. to you know at these price points as well and just not break the bank right you know I, I really encourage folks to check this out even if you're not a fan of pro wrestling we're bringing a car full of people even if some of the people that's in the car don't watch pro wrestling have it in years or since they were kids you know and i think it's going to be a good time for sure thank you guys for letting me come on here man i've really had a good time talking to you it's been a lot of fun anytime yeah man. Anytime. absolutely joy and hopefully we can get you back on the show some other time when you got some free time but uh, until then i got so i got so many good stories for you oh i, I know that you do and i know you're a gold mine i try to be you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man thank you guys so much for having me on and uh i can't wait to see you guys it'll be a lot of fun oh, absolutely yeah, yeah we're looking so forward to it man and we'll catch you next time sir take Appreciate care it. take care guys this is barrett from the ati podcast each week josh and i discuss current events pop culture music tv movies politics sports nothing is out of bounds You can also tune in to learn about rising artists, small businesses, whether it's music, graphic design, filmmaking, or even a brick and mortar mom and pop shop. We'll be spotlighting folks and their endeavors. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, or anywhere you enjoy your podcasts. Just search ATI Podcasts. We would like to thank you for your continued support. And as always, please stay safe out there. Thank you all for sticking around after the break. We want to thank our guest, Joey O'Farrell, once again from Grandel Wrestling. Grandel Wrestling's event is taking place at Pops Nightclub in Sauge, Illinois on October 22nd. Doors are at 6. Event starts at 7. General admission tickets start at $25. Don't miss this opportunity to see something very unique to the St. Louis area. And we were so happy to spotlight this upcoming event. We're grateful for the partnership that we have with Grandel Wrestling. The ATI Podcast is an official sponsor of Grandel Wrestling's From Dust Till Dawn. For the next episode of the ATI Podcast, you will hear us speaking with Logan Cole. Logan Cole is a St. Louis-based makeup effects and mask-making artist. Logan's talents will be on display. We get into the weeds with inspirations and movies that inspired Logan as well as magazines and those sorts of things to study this trade and talk about the opportunities that Logan's had to work on projects and some of his unique designs and partnerships that he's had. So we look forward to you all hearing the conversation with Logan next week. For this week, I am Barry Insane on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the ATI podcast across any social media platform. We've got TikTok, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter. Be sure to follow us on our social medias for updates. Good night and good luck. Stay safe out there.